This is Hearts of Oak Podcast. Free speech, religious disagreement, children's rights, and open and free discussion on any topic are bedrock to a democratic free society, and we seek to promote and champion these basic rights. Join us. Let's keep the conversation going. Hello, Hearts of Oak. Thank you for joining us on another interview coming up with Clay Clark. Clay Clark, of course, is overseeing the Reawaken America Tour. He's been with us before. And actually, as this goes out, it'll be the 27th event over the two years in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we talk about a lot of things. We talk about the tour. We talk about who's connected with and what the, the core issues are, which is about control. Control from the WF, vaccine passports, digital ID, central bank digital currencies, end of cash, all of that. So we talk about that. Control, basically, is at the heart of what the WF are trying to do. And then we end up talking about his uh, input with Donald J. Trump, President Trump, and how he is helping him understand some of these things and the people around him, which is essential because we can educate the masses, but our leaders also need to be educated. Um, and then in the beginning, we went a little funny direction talking about, I asked him about the church and doing the role of the church, and we went on some Bible exegesis. So I love interviews. You never know where they'll go. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And then we moved back on to the tour. So I think there's something for all of you. Uh, I know you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, Clay Clark, thank you so much for joining us once again. Hey, thank you for allowing me to be here, and thank you for not changing your accent. Uh, it's great. <laughs> it's great to have you. Uh, you can follow the Clay Clark uh, there, the hashtag or the handle on Twitter, and at Clay Clark on Truth, which we've been using more and more, actually, uh, using Truth Social, and, of course, at thrivetimeshow.com. All the links are in the description. And, um, Clay, I believe we're doing this two days before, but this is going to go out on Thursday the 23rd, and I believe you will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on the 27th evening mm. of your tour. Tell us about that. Well, okay, this is what's happening here, Peter. I I'm trying to help save freedom. I know that's what you're doing as well. And so I've met some great people on this on this journey. I've met, you know, Jim Brewer, um, Mel Kay, uh, uh, General Flynn, Cash Patel, Devin Nunes. I mean, just Eric Trump, whatever. They're great, great people. And um, what I'm trying to do with this tour is to create a platform for these voices to be heard so that the patriots who want freedom can know what's going on and they can know what to do. And so uh, we have an event coming up in May at uh, a Trump uh, Doral. That's in May. Um, that's in Miami, Florida. For anybody who doesn't know, that's Trump Doral in May. And then we have August in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, um, the event in May, it's not going to be, you know, for, for until May. So there's a little bit of time in between now and then. And people are buying tickets for the May event in Las Vegas. And there's a great energy and momentum to it. I talked to the the hotel there in Miami and they said the Trump resort is saying they, they're, they're selling more rooms than they've ever sold ever related to one specific event. And the event's not until May. Uh, the, the Las Vegas event, they said they're selling tickets at a record rate. So there's all sorts of great things. They're selling rooms at a record rate. But um, Jim Brewer and I got to talking and Greg Locke, and we decided that, you know, what we needed to do is an event on March 23rd and kind of a, a, a reverse Davos, if you will. You know, Davos, they get together and they have their events where the self-proclaimed elites get together and lecture you and I about decreasing our carbon footprint after they arrive there in a gas-guzzling jet. And we thought, you know what, let's have 
one night where we just have a blasty blast where we share the truth. We stream live to a million people. And so we're going to do it March 23rd in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, right now, uh, it's the, the actual attendance in my building will be about 500 people, but the actual streaming attendance will be at least a half million or more. And it's going to be a wonderful night. So if you love Jim Brewer, the comedian, you're going to have a great time. You're going to laugh. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, if you, if you love the preaching and teaching of the word of God, pastor Greg Locke will be here. Dr. Stella Emanuel, uh, pastor Leon Benjamin, looking at the names here. We have just a great lineup of Simone gold. The doctor she'll be here. Um, you've got, uh, uh Mel Kay, the, the legendary investigative journalist. So it's a really going to be a, a wonderful time. Uh, but it's going to be kind of in the trim down format. Amanda grace, the prophet will be here. Dr. Mark Sherwood, pastor Jackson Lawmeyer. So it's going to be a little bit of a, a little, kind of a variety pack and it's going to be like a, a, a reawaken America tour light, kind of a smaller uh, event, but it will be, it will be packed and the energy will be there. Sounds awesome. I wish I was in Tulsa. I'm just back from Trump Hotel in Doral. Uh, I was there last week, so wrong week. Uh, wrong how, how was it? Wrong how month. was it? it? Was, the man himself, he called in um, for uh, a five, six-minute phone call. Uh, great, and I met someone gold there. Uh, a great two, three days. Uh, good fun. But Did you um, stay on the resort, or did you stay off the resort? I just stayed uh, about a mile away, so it was full. Uh, so okay. we stayed just out, but beautiful venue, beautiful atmosphere, uh, really exciting. But I want to ask you, because I, the Great Reset, I am wondering whether the WF, the globalists that we've all seen, really have overplayed their hand. because And they've come out of the shadows, certainly during the last three years, and have exposed themselves. And I'm just curious whether you think they may have maybe overplayed their hand and been too confident. Well, I, I think um, I'm a fact guy, you know, so my niche is I'm a, a fact man. That's what I do. I think, I think it's healthy for everybody out there. If you're listening, find your niche and scratch it. Okay. So like, I'm very good at growing companies and I'm very good at facts when it gets into like opinion of what could happen. Uh, my, my natural bias, I think we all have a bias. My natural bias, people say, how could you possibly have this bias if you're successful? Um, my natural bias is I'm very skeptical of everything, and I'm very uh, – some would call it pessimistic, but I, I don't believe in the best in humanity. I don't believe that most ideas are a good business idea. Yeah. I don't believe that most employees are actually doing their job during the workday. I don't believe that the government is here to help. And because of those things, I've had a lot of success because I plan for that which I can control. Now, there's other people out there that are naturally optimistic, and they're going – Woo! The Patriots are in control, baby. Woo! And I and I I say, well, I um have met now. I mean, Cash Patel, General Flynn, Eric Trump, Ten Penny, so many great speakers. You can see them at time2freeamerica.com. And I can tell you, these people are better than advertised in person. Just great people. You think they're great, but when you're around them, you go, these are great people. However, they don't have a secret overarching plan that allows them as white hats to somehow be in control. And I think that is a punch in the gut that some people just don't want to hear. I think people are just give me something positive, you know, and I, I don't have that for you. But what I can say is that the gospel, Matthew chapter 24 and Luke chapter 21, that is real stuff. It's, it's real. It's going to happen or the Bible's fake. The Bible's not fake, so it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I don't think the Bible is somehow 
fake or not accurate or negative or bad because it doesn't say what I want it to say sometimes. So I would just say we are living through the fulfillment of that which was prophesied. And for anybody out there who's new to the Bible, the Bible is about 73 74% historical and 25 to 27% prophetic, depending upon who tells you this. So um, the prophetic parts are coming to pass. So if you were an optimist, you would go, this is exciting. Woo! This is the most exciting time to live, to quote Ric Flair. Woo! You know, and, but to, uh, for, for anybody out there who doesn't know, Ric Flair was a professional wrestler, which is fake wrestling, to quote Ric Flair. Woo! And so that's what he would do all the time. Woo! Or in my case, I go, uh, it's a little bit terrifying. Uh, a little bit terrifying here. A little bit. You know, I'm a researcher, so I'm always finding this stuff before most people. And so I find this to be an epic period of time. And people say, epic, what does that mean? An epic story or movie is where somebody tries to overcome evil in roots to and in route to the good triumphing over evil. And I believe we're seeing evil and I believe we're seeing good. And I believe it's an this so I would describe this time as epic. And what you're doing on the Reawaken America tour, it, it really is, when you talk about the Bible, it really is what the church's role should be. And I, I find this really interesting <laughs> that you have organizations that aren't the church, aren't necessarily, um, uh, the, the, their purpose is not the role of the church, but they've stepped into the gap and they are speaking. Well, before. now we're going to get into a little theological debate here today. <laughs> uh, so uh, I believe that when Jesus uh, was instructing his disciples, his apostles, his people, he began to discuss that the church was his body. The, 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 that the body was his church. The church was his body. Now, some other might disagree, but, um, you know, so you, you start, if you read the Bible, I just encourage you to look these verses up here. I've got many of them to my right here. Uh, you can read uh, Romans 12. Verse 4 through 5 says, For we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27 through 31. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. I mean, we, I, I, mean, I could sit there and read these all day. Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verse 6 says, That the Gentiles should be fellow, fellow heirs, and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in the Christ of the gospel. So the body, what is the body? What is the body? You know, what? What is the body? I would argue that you are the body. If you believe in Christ, you're you're the body of Christ. That's what you are. You're the, and so we are the church. We are the church. You know, or two or more are gathered. So I think somehow, somewhere, I don't know when. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big. I went to Oral Roberts University. I really don't like uh, seminary. I, I went to Oral Roberts University. Probably a lot of people have been launched into ministry, and it's been great. But I've discovered that a lot of people they go to Bible college or seminary, and they start to have these weird beliefs they have. So I'm just going to give you a few, Peter. Like there's one denomination in America that believes if you play musical instruments, you are going to hell. And they will just, I'm serious. They do. There's another group of, 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 there's another denomination in America. They believe that you are not worthy to pray to God yourself. You need to have a person you pray to. So you pray to that person, you confess to that person, then they pray to God for you because you're not worthy. There's another denomination I know. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of three right now that actually right now is trying to bring in as many gay uh, pastors as possible. So 
Um, there's this thing in the Bible that says there'll be the great falling away. Okay, and this would be First Timothy for anybody out there who's wanting to get into the Word of God today. I'll try to cite all my sources so that way you know that I'm not just making up random things as is par for the course in many churches today. Okay, so you want to open up your Bible to uh, Timothy. All right, Timothy, and I'm just going to read. The Bible refers to this great falling away. Okay, so First Timothy, uh, chapter four. Okay, it says here. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly kind of important, underline it, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Pastors. Ladies and gentlemen, we're celebrating our first gay pastor. What? Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Andy Stanley, the pastor in America, megachurch, he actually said you have to go to get groceries, but you don't have to go to church. That's why he was doing the lockdown. It says, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to receive with blessings of them which believe and know the truth. You know, the Pope is pushing this idea of limiting your meat intake. I mean, this is 1 Timothy chapter 4 right there. What? I mean, T.D. Jakes, megachurch pastor, he's pushing the shots with Tony Fauci. These are real things. Rick Warren is pushing the World Economic Forum. So I would say... I am doing my job as a struggling evangelist. I am uh, going out there and reading the gospel, not claiming to have some knowledge. I'm not a charlatan. I don't have some super knowledge of the Bible that other people don't have. I'm just opening up the Bible, and I'm saying, hey, everybody, open the Bible, because the Bible talks about mixing the miry clay with iron, Daniel chapter 2, verse 43. And Daniel had a vision that God gave him of how it would all end. And it says, and there, it says, and whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. What? He saw it as the fourth kingdom. And Klaus Schwab is calling it the fourth industrial revolution. Schwab is wanting to mix miry clay with iron, transhumanism, man with machine. What? Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. Unless you're drunk or you don't have a mind that works, if you look up W02020060606 and you look at the Microsoft patent with a publication number W02020060606, unless you're drunk or you don't have a mind that works, you will see that that exactly fulfills mechanically the mark of the beast. And someone says, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like what you're doing there because what you're doing is you're trying to mix in the Bible with practical life. And the practical life that I live cannot possibly relate to the Bible because then it would cause me to change things. Oh, no, I don't want to change things. I just want to go to church because it's something fun to do. Here's an exciting thing for you, folks. I'm going to I'm gonna send you a patent here. I'm going to send you a patent in this private chat. This will freak you out. I mean, if this, if, if this, if this is not the Mark of the Beast patent, look at this one. Everybody's got to see this one. It's good old U.S. patent 2021-008-2583. I mean, you have a sound mind. You look at that patent. What does that thing look like to you? Let me. Uh, I We will include that in the description for viewers. I'll not put it on screen, but we'll certainly include that. So I encourage everyone to oh. go and, and have a look at that. Um, can, can I ask you, moving, I could ask you a lot of other church analogies, but I want to move slightly off and talk about what we're seeing the Great Reset really is all about control, isn't it? We've seen the vaccine passports, seen digital IDs, end of cash, central bank digital currency. It's all about a new level of controlling and telling people what they can or cannot do. 
Correct. And I want people to understand this. If you haven't looked it up, folks, just go to Google or DuckDuckGo and type in MIT CBDCs. MIT CBDCs. I wrote you a motivational uh, song, folks, uh, but I'm not going to sing it to you. (laughs) It's about, I'm just listening, folks. I'm serious. Everybody, some people say, I I don't have the time to to do it. I'm not motivated. Not your listeners, but some people say, Clay, you're telling me to type in MIT CBDC. And I, I just, I have carpal tunnel. Can you sing me a song? Could you motivate me? I don't want to, but if you look it up, not your listeners are motivated, but some people aren't. And you go there and you look it up, you're going to see that MIT has created the central bank digital currencies. Now, not to alarm you, uh, but the, uh, the, the MIT also, the same MIT has funded the creation of the quantum dot. Huh? The quantum dot. Look it up, folks. Now, the quantum dot is what? The quantum dot is a technology that allows you to store your financial or medical records under your skin. That's what the quantum dot is. And guess what the name of the new central bank digital currency system is they're rolling out? The name of the new company that's rolling out the central bank digital currencies. Uh, Their CEO, his name is Gilbert Verdian. It's called Quant. Quant. Yes, that is what they want. It is Quant. And now think about this. The name of the Google supercomputer that powers CERN. You know, CERN has a 666 logo. Mm -hmm. By the way, CERN is located on top of the former temple of Apollo, Revelation 9-11. Wow. CERN is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo, Revelation 9-11. Look it up, folks. Revelation 9-11. And CERN's logo is 666. And it's powered by the Google Chrome. Google Chrome. What? It's powered by Google. And the Google Chrome logo is 666. CERN is powered by the Google Chrome. What? what? CERN with the 666 logo is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo, Revelation 9-11. The computer that powers CERN is called the Google Quantum Computer. has a 666 logo. And Elon Musk refers to the AI technology they're using as summoning the demon. So... I just I don't know if people are quite aware of the dystopian nightmare that awaits us if we don't stop the Great Reset. So, Peter, what I do is I do I try to do about five to ten shows a day mm. with great people like yourself, and I try to cite all my sources. I try to never uh, give people hyperbolic uh, things that could be true. I focus on facts, um, and I try to do that because the world doesn't need my opinion. They need facts. And most people just don't know these things. And so if you want to find all this information out, you can also go to time2freeamerica.com. And when you go there, everything I've cited on today's show or have said on today's show, it's all cited there at time2freeamerica.com. I'm just looking at actually what you'd uh, given of oh. MIT. I did, but it actually says on oh, that Bank of England first raised a concept of a CBDC in its 2015. I just want to put that to our UK viewers. And of course, Prince Charles, now King Charles, was at the 2020 WF conference when his initiative, his institute, launched. The, that public great reset along with the WF. So Britain are certainly very much intertwined in this. So uh, for those of you who are not in the States, don't think this is a U.S. problem. It's it's worldwide. Isn't that correct? You are correct. And I think it's very important that we all begin to understand what is happening. We dial in. We begin to wake up to what is happening. I have a little audio clip I want to play for you. Um, should play just fine. This is... Um, the first person you're going to hear is Yuval Noah Harari for a, for a reverse good time. If you have a bad time, someone says, I want to have a bad time. That sounds great. Yeah. Go to Rumble and type in Yuval Noah Harari. Someone says, Where, who's the guy that will guarantee me a bad time? Oh, yeah, this guy right here. He'll kill the joy. Yuval Noah Harari. He's the top advisor for this guy, Klaus Schwab. And he's going to be speaking here. I want you to listen to what he says. Listen to this. Here we go, folks. 
Ideally, the response to COVID should be the establishment of a global healthcare system, a basic healthcare system for the entire human race. The Biden administration has negotiated deals to give the World Health Organization authority over U.S. pandemic policies. New International Health Accords avoids necessary Senate approval. The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the United States to a legally binding accord with the World Health Organization that would give the Geneva-based UN subsidiary the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. Written under the banner of the World Together Equitably, the Zero Draft grants the World Health Organization the power to declare and manage a global pandemic emergency. Once a health emergency is declared, all signatories, including the United States, would submit to the authority of the World Health Organization regarding treatments, government regulations such as lockdowns and vaccine mandates, global supply chains, and monitoring and surveillance of populations. You've written extensively on the topic that you've asked me to speak to, mastering the fourth industrial revolution. The Internet of Bodies will for the first time mean that software will start causing physical harm to human bodies with some regularity. Could there be a connection between those two? COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance and it makes surveillance go under your skin. It makes surveillance go under your skin. What? Isn't that crazy? And that just came out just days ago. Uh, that is brand new information. And again, this is being exposed and showing even if we had a government in charge, and many of us don't, they actually are extremely weak and they're handing the authority over to these multinational faceless organizations. Correct. And there's, they have no problem with giving away our sovereignty to the um, World Health Organization, the World Health Organization that, uh, by the way, promoted lockdown. They're, 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 they're basically a puppet organization of China. I'll say it that way. So China, they welded people into their homes, locked people into their homes. They're still taking people to these bizarre quarantine facilities i mean they have a zero covid policy i mean these are this is worse you talk about the surveillance state they want to put surveillance under your skin and that's who's going to be in charge of the world health organization that's going to be in charge of every country that's what's happening right there but again if you've read the bible all this stuff is uh, was prophesied it was prophesied that's what's happening right now so we're just in a spot we're in a spot right now where we're seeing the fulfillment of the bible in front of us luke 21 matthew chapter 24 and some people go Woo, this is exciting. The most exciting time I've ever seen. I love it. Yes. Other people like me say, I'm not really excited about this. But uh, here we are. So I, I choose the decision that I made, that I make every day, is I choose to come on shows like yours and to share the truth about what is happening. And then I uh, get sued. You know, so the former head of security and strategy for Dominion, Eric Coomer, Sued me for defamation. Sued the tour. So if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you click on the button, you can learn about the lawsuit. And it's expensive. And then I do these events uh, where I, I operate at a loss because I let people name their price. I wish that every patriot was sitting around with you know $500 or $1,000 of a discretionary income that they could spend at one of my events. But that's just not the reality. 
So I, I tell people they can name their price, and the only event I've ever set a, a, a floor on or the lowest price you can pay is the event we're doing in Doral in Miami because you were there, but you can only fit about 3,000 people in there. And I, because my legal costs have gone up, as well as the security costs, the security costs are a huge thing because Trump is now running for president. Mm. So the security costs went up. It didn't make the uh, seating capacity go up. So we have to charge 175 minimum for that one. Now in Las Vegas, we have a little more run room because it'll be a bigger venue. And that event in August, we can let people name their price and pay whatever price they want to pay. But again, that's time2freeamerica.com. People can learn more about that there, time2freeamerica.com, Peter. There it is on the screen. Um, two other, you talk, the, the Reawaken Tour is all about education and you're presenting truth. It is a lot of truth to take. But tell us about, as you travel the country, have you found a, a willingness uh, and acceptance of what is happening, a desire to do something about it? Tell us kind of the response that you've got as you meet the public across yeah. the last two years. Well, I mean, these are, I don't know if it's encouraging, it's just factual. Usually I find a group of people that are very decent, they love America, they love God, and they are hearing most of this for the first time. Yeah. And I know this because I ask them, I say, by show of hands, I do this halfway through day one, usually day two, I say, how many of you are learning about what's in the shots for the first time? And like every hand goes up, woo! I'm like, okay, how many of you are uh, discovering right now uh, for the first time the mechanics of mRNA modified nanotechnology. Hands go up. I mean, people are like, I mean, it's it's amazing. So people show up to see Jim Brewer or, or Eric Trump or, or Mike Lindell or maybe names that are more known than my mine. Um, you know, I'm pretty confident no one comes to see me. But when they show up, they learn all this stuff yeah. and their lives are changed. And so I feel like my job right now uh, is to help reawaken the world and to share the truth about what's going on. And I feel like it is um, something I'm called to do. Um, it's not something that I wanted to do. I view it as a duty. And I just encourage everybody out there. You know, I, I still have five kids. I don't have still have five kids. I still own businesses. That hasn't changed. So now, I, you know, I get up every day at 3 a.m. And I work until 9. Uh, this is my, my, my schedule right now. is 3 a.m. to 6 every day. And then some days till nine. And it just depends on what um, the obligations are. Because there's not, if we do not get this information out now, we're not going to be able to go back and go, well, I wish I would have said that, you know. So like right now I have a, a, a speaking engagement on Saturday that I'm preparing for. And so I've carved out a wonderful time at 3 a.m. tomorrow to make my outline for the presentation because there's very few things happening at 3 a.m., and so we all have to sacrifice. And I just encourage everybody out there, get involved in whatever capacity you can in helping wake up your family and friends. And if you are stateside and you can join us at the Reawaken America Tour, I encourage you to get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com. Again, time2freeamerica.com. Trump Doral in May and then Las Vegas, Nevada at Trump International in August. Wow. Can I finish off just by looking at uh, slightly separate and talking about education and educating the, the yeah. masses, the public? But I watched an interview you did with Mary Grace May a week ago, um, and you talked about educating Trump's team, uh, educating leadership. Do you want to just let us know a little bit about that? Because that's exciting because sure. we need government as well as the public to be well, educated. I, I can say uh, my, my role is to meet with everybody who is around President Trump and to share with them the truth about uh, a lot of things, but specifically the models that said 2.2 million people would die are false. So the whole fear from the very beginning was falsely uh, created because the models that said that 2.2 million people would die from COVID are false. 
Two, the polymerase chain reaction tests continue to be falsely calibrated to inflate cases. Three, COVID continues to be treatable with budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Four, the system and method for testing for COVID-19. The system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. And the technology that goes under your skin allows them to win. It's called surveillance under the skin. And you can see all the patents at time2freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. And then if that part goes well, I explain to them, hey, I say, hey, did you know that 1971 Klaus Schwab started the World Economic Forum per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger? Are you aware that 1971 America got off the gold standard per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger? Are you aware that America started trading with China per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger? Kissinger? Are you aware that 1971 the Pope completed the creation of a building with a snakehead theme called his audience hall? What? Did you know that in 1971 America began sacrificing babies to bail abortion? Did you know that in 1971 the book Rules for Radicals was written and dedicated to Lucifer? And they go, what? And so when you go over all that, for people haven't heard it, you got to get all that whole presentation down into about five minutes. And if it goes well, it's like a game show. You earn five more minutes, you know? And so I've been meeting with people and I try not to ask for anything. I you know, don't, don't say, and now sign my face or now speak at my event. Or I don't do that. I just try to educate. And uh, that's what I'm doing. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it's, it's interesting because obviously Trump has got some criticism uh, for being involved with warp speed, all of that. Uh, but, I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. I assume that you've got a, a team of advisors that you don't necessarily get to pick or put in there. Uh, you're saying he has a Trump has a team of uh, t- had a team of advisors. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to because obviously Trump was yeah. involved in warp speed, uh, sure, was a, a worldwide effort, and he certainly faces has faced criticism for that. Yeah, let me walk you through this real quick, and this is something that Eric Trump had said on one of our shows before, so I can you can vouch for it. But uh, basically, Eric said that when President Trump got into the White House, uh, they were told that since the time of Reagan, uh, you're supposed to hire 4,000 employees in your first 70 days. And that's been since Reagan, you know, so you're supposed to fill the roster with 4,000 new employees in 60 days. So, and that's something they've been doing since Reagan, you know, so it's like the RNC is just putting people everywhere. And, you know, Trump didn't know who Mike Pence was and that he would certify a fraudulent election. I mean, he didn't know uh, Deborah Burks. I mean, she'd been there for 20 years, didn't know who Fauci was. And, you know, these people had been there for years, all plotting this plan. And he just happened to be the president that I might, am I, I think that, Trump received many more votes than people thought he would get on the first go around. So I don't think that there was ever, that was, I don't think that was part of the great reset plan was to have Trump there. And so I think because Trump was there, it created a situation where um, they're they're kind of thinking, what do we do? Because he went to Trump, went to the world economic forum and told them he's going to put America first and not going to yield to the globalist agenda. So, I mean, president Trump to his credit, tried to get that wall built fought back, kept us out of wars, made the economy take off, um, got inflation way down. And then, you know, the pandemic that was planned for years uh, showed up and, you know, I Trump didn't know that was going to happen. So I, I, if I, if I was president Trump, I'd like to think that I would have quickly discovered that Fauci was a, Fauci was a pathological liar and that Deborah Burks was, you know, as well, but I, but I, he did not. Right. And so um, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I can just say my prayers and thoughts are with President Trump, and may he lead our country back to uh, greatness, and may he help liberate the free world. And I think on that, Clay, I will thank you for your time. Um, really appreciate you coming along and sharing, and uh, all the links thank will you, be in the Peter. description for our viewers. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for carving me in my crazy sketch. Thanks for carving me into your my- – 
allowing me my, my crazy schedule to fit into your schedule. Thank you so much. Always welcome. Thank you very Take much. Care. Bye. Bye-bye. If you like what we do, sign up to our mailing list. Donate, share, and subscribe to our many platforms at heartsofoak.org. Thank you for listening.